Hi, it's Stacy, and this is a different type of episode. I'm sharing four of my favorite things right now, what's working and making a noticeable impact in my life. They're not hacks by any means. That word really bugs me. Listen in. This is episode 17 of the Where To Next podcast. Hey there. Welcome to the Where To Next podcast. I'm your host, Stacey V, and I'm so honored to be spending the next few minutes together. If you're ambitious and have been studiously creating a life only to realize it's not entirely the way you imagined it would be, and you feel like something's missing, pull up a chair, because we're going to figure out how to get you more without doing more. This is a different type of episode. Normally, I talk a lot about how-tos or mindset or concepts and stories. Today is about what's working in my life, specifically four of my favorite things currently. And I love at holiday time when all the lists come out from my favorite bloggers or Instagram influencers, and they curate their list of this is what I love, and perhaps it can help you be a jumping off point for buying gifts. And maybe that's what this is for you today. I love anything that is just kind of neat and in a pretty old package because it makes my life easier. So today I've curated four things that I'm loving. And you know, I'm a huge fan of the little things and how the little things add up. And it's how I live my life. And so I went through just this morning, actually, when I was thinking about what I wanted to podcast about. And I was thinking, what are the things, what are the little things in my life right now today that are making a difference? And here they are. The first one is an exercise class or a movement class. I've actually reframed exercise in my brain. I don't love saying exercise. It just can sometimes feel hard. And I think I have some hangovers from when I used to use exercise against me versus for me. So I'm a big fan of framing exercise as movement. Anyway, that's a quick aside. But one movement that I'm loving right now is called The Class, T-H-E-C-L-A-S-S, by Tamarin Toomey, and you can find it online. She's got two studios, one in LA and one in New York. And although I've never been in person, I love this class. It's exercise, it is movement, but it is so much more than that. It's about, it's meditative. It's like a meditative movement. It's a combination of dance and Pilates. It is fun. There's awesome music. But the thing I like most is that it goes back to that meditative piece where once I'm doing this class, I am, I am in the zone and I'm in my body in a way that I'm not when I'm walking or that I'm not when I'm in the gym. Or the closest I used to get to feeling like this was when I used to run, you know, that sort of proverbial runner's high where you're sort of, if you're a runner, you might know where you're sort of just, you're like in the zone. That's what this class does for me. And I can honestly say it has made me a better human. I have had spiritual breakthroughs in this class. There's a part at the end where they do a heart opening. And I was doing this big time during 2020. And um, I would go out there and kind of connect with myself. And I was able to process some grief that was old, like 30-year-old grief. I was connecting to my mom. It was super amazing. This class expands me. 
There's emotional releases in addition to all of the physical benefits. I mentioned that spiritual connection with myself. I love knowing there's a live component and then you can stream the classes too. And I think it's a $40 a month commitment. If you sign up, you get a free week to try it out. And one of the other things I love is that I know when I'm in the live session that there are so many other human beings around the world who are doing this together. And although we're nameless and faceless, there is this energy, this intentionality behind it that just, oh my gosh, it fills me up. It sounds like I'm, I'm not getting paid for this at all, that no one's ever contacted me or anything like that. I just, I love this class. And I tell everyone I know to take it. The instructors are experts. They're all so in touch and in tune with the body. And I, I can tell you almost every single time I'm taking a class, I pause for a second or I meditate on some quote that one of the experts has said that just lands and resonates with me. I always get what I need when I come to this class. I cannot rave enough about it. The class. Link in the show notes. The second thing I'm loving is also a form of movement. It's also meditative and it's Pilates. I've done Pilates off and on for, wow, probably a decade or so, maybe a little bit more. I have back issues and this is super, super good for my back and my core. And little known secret, I love this class. I love taking Pilates because I can lay down and have my eyes closed for a good portion of the class. And I know that may sound silly, but there's something about being so in my body and connected to my body. And you're doing, you know, it's not light, it's not heavy weights, and it's not a ton of repetitions, but it's enough that I know my body is working. And again, I stay present, I'm connected, and I'm focused on my breathing. And it just, it works for me. My body is happy, and it's the same way doing the class. What do I mean by that? I used to do hot yoga years ago, and every once in a while, I would really injure myself, so much so that I would have to stop taking hot yoga for a couple of weeks while a muscle rehabbed. I had that just overzealous stretching sense, that false sense that I was more limber than I really was because of the heat. My body didn't love it. It didn't work for me. I ran for 20 some odd years. Running doesn't work for me now because of my back and a variety of issues. My body loves this. I also love being in community. That's a big theme for me in my life right now. I love being with people. I love being together around a common interest. I love the little chit chat. The instructor where I go is really good about there's only five people in the class and she'll, you know, we have conversations when we're in the middle of the exercises. So I know who's traveling where and it's not too much. It's just enough for me, but I do, I love it. I remember a long time ago when I first kind of got into exercise. I was an athlete in my teens and not really through my 20s, but sort of, you know, that's when exercise became a bigger thing for me and this whole concept of doing what you love. And I can't really get it because who gets that kind of stuff when they're in their 20s? But I get it now. When you are doing movement that you love, your body knows it. Your body is happy. There's this 
sort of conversation that goes on internally between my brain and my body and my soul. It's just, it does, it lights me up from within in different ways than other forms of exercise I used to do in the past. I used to believe a long time ago that no pain, no gain, right? If there was no pain, there was no gain, and it wasn't really a workout. That doesn't ring true for me anymore because I just don't believe it. And quite frankly, I think there are many experts out there who would tell you the same thing. But there are many days where I just walk my dog for 30 minutes or 45 minutes. And as long as I'm moving, that is enough for me on that day. Regardless, Pilates, huge fan, huge fan. I've seen also on Instagram, there are these kind of at-home Pilates machines. If you're interested in trying it, floor Pilates also is really awesome. But if you can get yourself into a studio and on a reformer, oh my gosh, highly recommend. I interrupt this podcast for a special request. I have a five-question survey, the link is in the show notes, about content for this podcast. As I develop and grow and expand, I want to make sure you're getting what you want and what you need. So if you fill it out, I promise to send you a chocolate bar or a cup of coffee if you're really into that. But chocolate would definitely be a seal of my thanks and enduring gratitude. The link is in the show notes below. The third thing I'm loving is definitely different than the first two and even the last one. And it's caraway pans. Maybe you've seen them advertised, but it's caraway, C-A-R-A-W-A-Y pans. And they're non-toxic, they're non-stick cookware. And I've had the same pots and pans probably for 20 years since I got married. And I love them. but. I'm aware that they're not the safest for me and my family. And what do I mean by that? Most nonstick pans use harmful ingredients. They coat their pans in harmful chemicals that then leach into the food. Of course, once they're heated, it exacerbates their leaching into the food. And then those chemicals live in our bodies. There are many types, but one of the ones that you're hearing a lot more about these days are called PFAS, P-F-A-S, and they're called forever chemicals. They're not just in nonstick pans. You find them in furniture, in fire retardants, fire repellents, so things like, you know, think fabrics. You find them, unfortunately, in takeout containers, you know, your cups, to-go cups and to-go food containers. It's plastic, and so when you put warm things in there, The chemicals heat up and they then absorb into what we're consuming and through our skin and through our mouth, and then we're ingesting them and they live in our bodies. And why is this a problem? Well, quite frankly, human exposure to these chemicals has been linked to, not causal, but linked to all kinds of things that we don't want to experience in our life, birth defects, developmental damage in utero. It impacts early childhood development, impaired functioning of the liver, kidneys, and immune system, not to mention the C word. So again, it's not to create alarm, but more to inform because when we know better, we can do better. Now, I know a lot of places have not gone back to bring your own cup since 2020, 2021. So if you're going to have a to-go cup, well, you have a to-go cup. This is not a fatalistic warning by any means. It's more of, like I said, when you know better, you do better. 
and the little things add up over time. So when I'm cooking every day with my pots and pans, if I know that this is a safer option when I'm cooking, then when we go out or we need takeout, I'm not as concerned. I started with a one small frying pan where I make my scrambled eggs and I tested it, loved it, and then ordered a couple other pans and pots to have. And eventually I think I will transition over fully. They have bakeware as well. I gifted some of these to people for Christmas and they loved them. They're stylish, they're sleek, they're beautiful. They come in array of colors and finishes. And again, I am not getting paid to promote this. This is just something that I love because it also has elevated my kitchen experience. And I don't know if you're like me and you're in the kitchen a lot and you're cooking a lot. I like having pretty things around me and the pots and pans that I use matter. And after 20 years of clanging them around, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to invest in some of this for my health and wellness, of course, my family's too, and because they're pretty and because I just want to. Oh, and one other thing, cleanup is a cinch. There's no scrubbing. It's, you know, not like using your skillet. I still use my cast iron skillet and just cannot rave enough. I will link to them also in the show notes. The fourth thing I'm loving is a podcast. And it's the Archetypes podcast by Meghan Markle. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Even before I got into podcasting, I just, I love them. I love learning. I love absorbing. I love stories. I love education. I listen to a lot of nonfiction books on Audible. But podcasts, they're my thing. It was recommended by a friend. And I'm glad I took her advice. And I'm glad I listened because I was very wrong about this podcast, and I'll tell you why at the end. But let me tell you about this podcast first and why I love it. First of all, I think it should be required listening for every woman, every man too, but really every woman, because I have learned through listening to this podcast that I've gotten so much wrong about women and men and stereotypes and archetypes. And I just want to own that. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. I think that's a line from a movie. In fact, I know it is, but I can't remember which one. Anyway, it's been enlightening. And I absolutely crave those moments where I hear something or learn something that just cracks me open or gives me a shift or enlightens me in a whole new sense. And this podcast has done that. She's had Paris Hilton on, and they talk about the archetype of the bimbo. She interviewed Mindy Kaling and talked about the archetype of the single woman in today's society. Mariah Carey's conversation about the diva and how the word diva went from meaning one thing to meaning something else. And we actually bear witness to that because it happened in the early 2000s. She talked to Serena Williams about ambition and what it means to be an ambitious woman. I love how she explains these archetypes, has conversations with the guests, and then she always loops in an expert, whether it's a sociologist or a researcher or a psychologist, to talk about the meaning and the nuance and how this came to be. It's been so impactful for me. Back to that 
how I've been sort of complicit in perpetuating some stereotypes. I didn't even realize it. There's a phrase, we don't know what we don't know. And I didn't know that I was perpetuating and even making judgments based on stereotypes and archetypes and even certain people. And this is the big confession part. I was initially very resistant to listening because I had my own opinions about Meghan Markle. And I realized through listening to this, what I had done was exactly what I said I didn't want to do. What I was doing was canceling her and choosing not to listen to her because of preconceived notions I had that weren't even the full story. And I don't subscribe to that. I try to coach people around disentangling themselves from beliefs like that, and I hadn't even checked my own. So this friend, I'm eternally grateful to her that we were able to kind of talk about this over lunch one day and that I was willing to see the judgments and the thoughts that I had that were not serving me. So that's all to come full circle to tell you that I love this podcast and I really, really hope you go and listen to one or two or all of the episodes. And I hope it comes back. I think they're done with the first season. What else did I want to tell you? Oh, there's one more thing. This is kind of a bonus. I recently went back to church. I grew up in the church. And after I was confirmed when I was 14, I hung around. And then when I moved to California 20 years ago, I didn't create or find a church community here until very recently. And Talk about everything old being new again. It's been a very spiritual and emotional experience for me. I felt very curious about what church could look like for me and my family again. I felt called to go. And here's what I love about it. And this is not me encouraging you to go back to church, merely being open to maybe something from your past or something that you've been curious about or something that's calling you that maybe you hadn't really seriously considered. Why not? When those things drop in, when they come to you, when you get that intuitive hit or that hit from up above or however you're categorizing it or however you contextualize it, go with it. Those are the breadcrumbs in life that I want you to follow. Anyway, back to what I love about church. I mentioned being in community with people when I'm in class, when I'm in Pilates class. That's what is for me. I get to go one hour on a Sunday and be with like-minded people. There's very little chit-chat, right? Because you're there to listen and worship and, and pray and reflect and contemplate. But I'm in community with like-minded people who are all there for the same reason. I love the quietude of the moment. It's one hour. I anchor my week around my weekend, my Sunday, around this one hour where I don't need to be a mom, I don't need to be a wife. I can simply sit there and absorb. And sometimes I'm listening and sometimes my mind wanders and sometimes I'm looking around and it's all okay. It is just for me. I contemplate, I sometimes take notes and I sing. Who knew? I have a terrible voice, <laughs> but I do love to sing and I love to sing in church. It's again connection with community, with self, and it has afforded me fresh perspective on lots of different topics. 
Sometimes when we go back to what we know or what we used to know, what used to serve us, it can bring a different perspective. There's old and new, and you can kind of marry them and make sense of them. I love the idea that what was good for us or what not good or bad, not in that binary sense, but what served us at one time, maybe didn't for a while, but it's possible that it can now. And remember, we're always growing. We're always evolving. And never say never. I never thought that I would want to go back to church. I never thought that I would love being back in church, but I am. And it is working and it feels right for now. Will I be doing it forever? Who knows? We never know about anything. But for right now, in this moment, it is totally working for me. All of today's four things, I think there was five if you break it out, is about listening to you and honoring what's working for you. What do you need today? What do you need in this moment? Where can you connect with yourself? How can you connect with yourself? What does yourself need? All of these four or five things are about nourishing myself and my soul and honoring what comes in where I'm called. Upgrading those little things like your pots and pans, making sure your movement is working for you, deepening my connection with myself and my community. Can you be kind to you? Can you do for you? Because you deserve it. Hey, before you go anywhere, if you like this episode, please send it to a friend too, that friend who's always up for something new. I want and we need women to go and do the things that light them up because when you're fulfilled, your life is better. And that means everyone who comes in contact with you, particularly your family, their life is better too. Sharing takes a couple of seconds. You can do it from the app and it really helps me a lot, especially as I grow and expand. Thank you so much. This podcast is strictly for educational and entertainment purposes. It's not meant as a substitute for medical advice or mental health care.